This week's Parsha is Parsha's Vayakel Pekude. So I thought I was going to take a little liberty this week to uh, do something a little differently than what I normally do and uh, say over in one of my favorite Vardalach on a certain Gemara that connects to this week's Parsha. Say in Parsha's Pekude, Parsha's Perak Mem, Tess, so it talks about how Moshe spread the Ohel over the Mishkan. He put the cover of the Ohel on top of the Mishkan. So the Gemara in the Dharam, the Aflamet Ches, is medayik from here that Moshe was very tall because the Krushim of the Mishkan were ten Amas tall. So it shows us that Moshe Rabbeinu was very tall. And we find the Machlokas and the Achronim, actually, about, about how to take a Gadatas, whether or not they're literal, they're Mashalim. And, uh, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu being ten almost tall, the Maral writes that it's a Mashal, but it would seem from this Gemara's Mashma that it's a, uh, that it's literal. And we find that uh, it would seem from the Rishonim on this Gemara that they're learning it literally. And so... Anyway, so what's the Gemara talking about? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan says, Hashem is only mashra his shechina on a gibor, an ashir, a chacham, and an anav. Somebody who's strong, rich, wise, and humble. And he says, all four we find by Moshe, as we see all four by Moshe Rabbeinu. We see he was a gibor, the Gemara says, because you see that he lifted up the tent over the ohel. So the Gemara says, it could be he's just very tall. It doesn't prove that he's strong, so it says the proof that his people could be tall and not be strong. And the proof that he's strong is that he was able to carry the luchos. The luchos were six tvachim by six tvachim by 13 tvachim. They're very heavy. And he was able to take them down. He was able to carry them by himself. We see that he was very, that he was very strong. The Gemara says, you see, he was rich. Because when Hashem gave him, the, gave him the second luchos to carve, Hashem told him he could keep the extra sapphire from the carving. And we see that he was very wise. As it says that there were 49, that there were... Hamat Chaser Maat Melokim, that he was given 49 of the 50 Shari Bina. And we also find that he was an Anav, that the Torah says about Moshe, he was an Anav Maod. So the obvious question on this Gemara, so it's an interesting Gemara, the obvious question on the Gemara is that we understand why to be a Navi, it's important to be a Chacham, you know, to be wise. We understand why it's important to be an Anav, to be humble, but physically strong, physically rich. What does that have to do with becoming a Navi? Why is that an important Maila? So the Marshas, I guess the Pashup Shah and the Gemara, is that since these are that these three are Mailas for people, they're benefits that are important, fitting for somebody Khashav, they're fitting for a Navi to have them. And when he needs an Evas and all of them, that's how the Marsha explains the Gemara. I first heard this Gemara though from Rabbi Stern, and Rabbi Stern told me a shot he heard from his Rebbe Rishmuel Bernbaum. And uh, it would seem from the sheet that that's what the Ritz is learning, that the uh, the that the sheet says a pshat, that it's a mila that because they have these milas of being strong, wise, and rich, that they don't need other people. You know, they have everything. They could be self-sufficient. And you know, I was asking Rabbi Stern for advice in a certain area about putting a seam together, and he was telling me she showed me that you know should I rely on this person, that person? He showed me. You know, you go, you drive to Walmart, you buy your stuff, you know, you uh, you be self-sufficient. There's a Mila to being self-sufficient. Pshat in this Gemara that I wanted to share with you. It's actually become one of my favorite Pshatim. There's a Drosho Saran. And the Drosho, say for Drosho Saran, you know, you can look it up on the Safari app. It's always, uh, you always can gain more from uh, mine and many people's Devartars by looking up the Marmakomas yourself and being corner of the Devartara. So in his fifth Drosho, is actually all about this Chazal. He's coming to explain this Chazal. So, he explains the idea that the, uh, that the pshat is, 
He says the idea is that different groups in different groups in Kaiso represent respect different things. You know, there are those who respect wisdom, those who respect strength, those who respect wealth, and there are those who respect height. So he, uh, you know, he needs all these mailas in order to be chashuv and fully command the respect of the people. That's part of why he was given these mailas. He should command the respect of the people. He even quotes the Gemara in Tainus on Daftez Zion. There's a Mishnah talking about when there's a strong, long period of no rain. Then we start communal fasting and communal gatherings for prayer. And it says the Zakin comes and he gives uh, he gives words to humble everybody. He gives different kivushin. Says the Gemara, you don't have a Zakin, you pick a Chacham. You don't have a Chacham, you pick a Baal You pick somebody tall, says Rashi. You pick somebody tall because there's a certain idea that commands a certain respect. It goes on to explain Moshe Rabbeinu, why he was a Ras of Asayim. Uh, it's, it's an interesting piece. But anyway, I thought always found this to be a fascinating piece because we're talking, you could say Chavetz Chaim Shmuz, you know that it's uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, the Dordea, and you see people would need this. But I've always just found it fascinating, the idea that the Torah understands people. They understand that people, there's a certain respect that is who, people, who we are. We have certain respect. Some people respect money. Some people respect somebody who's athletic. And that they're going to look to such a person to be more willing to be Makabel their Torah. You know, when, uh, you know, I, I have, you know, some people, you know, they won't necessarily be interested in hearing every rabbi has to say, but, you know, you send them the Iris Lodowitz of our Torah. Ah, that's somebody I respect, you know. And, uh, you know, people, you know, if I would send the, you know, certain people, ah, Ben Shapiro's playing violin that, uh, that I'm interested in hearing, you know. Because there's a certain idea that people respect someone, that people can respect certain mailas. And, um, you know, we can't all be the, uh, you know, we have to look for people that uh, command our, that uh, to look to people who we can gain from who we respect. And, you know, we can't all be your Shofet Stoudemire's or Rechnitz's, you know, but on our level, we have to also realize that we can command that we all have Milas that people respect. And, you know, whether it's that we're rich or that we're still, we're good at basketball and that's actually one of my favorite things about this Maramakom, you know, because I used to have students in camp and, you know, I give them a group and they say, you know, this guy, I want to learn with this guy. And I say, you guys beat him in a two on one, then you guys don't have to learn with him. And then, oh, he's got a basketball. Now we can respect him. Now we want to learn from him. And, you know, I remember Pastor giving me a certain person as a Rebbe and, uh, you know, he gave me one of his sons. And I said, he's going to learn with Javerim, his age. They're going to they're going to make him crazy. He said, no, no, he's got a basketball. They respect him. They respect him. And uh, he's Kachavi. He was right. And so, uh, you know, we have to realize that about ourselves and be uh, cautious of that, you know, not to be too mushba from people who we respect for the wrong reasons. But we should also appreciate that if we, you know, if we're zochet to be good at sports or to be tall or have these different mailas that we can command a certain respect. And hopefully we could use it for good things to be mashpia on other people. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos.